0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year, following the weekly Torah portions and reading from the rest of Scripture daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 8th of March, and it is the 15th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. In Israel, it is, or in Jerusalem rather, it is Shushan Purim. Um, The Jews in the capital Shushan feast and rejoice for the victory over their enemies, from Esther 9.18. But the Jews who were in Susa assembled on the 13th and 14th of the same month, and they rested on the 15th day and made it a day of feasting and rejoicing. Also on this day the prophet Ezekiel received one of seven prophecies, nearly all dated, against Egypt. Probable date for Ezekiel 32, 17 and following. In the twelfth year, on the fifteenth of the twelfth month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, wail for the hordes of Egypt. Also another historical thing that happened on this day, to the joy of the Jews, King Agrippa I, brother of Bernice, you can see about her in Acts twenty-five thirteen, began repairing and rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem, and this is a date, um, according to tradition, to be have believed to have been on this day. This week our parasha is called Kitisa, which means when you count, and today we'll be reading Exodus thirty-three twelve through sixteen, and seventeen eight through sixteen. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Moshe said to the Lord, Behold, you tell me, bring up this people, and you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now therefore, if I have found favor in your sight, please show me your way, now that I may know you, so that I may find favor in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. He said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. And he said to him, If your presence does not go with me, do not carry us up from here. For how would people know that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not that you go with us, so that we are separated, I and your people, from all the people who are on the surface of the earth? That was Exodus thirty-three, twelve through sixteen, and we'll read Exodus seventeen, eight through sixteen as well. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. Moshe said to Joshua, "Choose men for us and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with God's staff in my hand." So Yehoshua did as Moshe had told him, and fought with Amalek. And Moshe, Aaron, and Hu went up to the top of the hill. When when Moshe held up his hand, Israel prevailed. When he let it down, Amalek prevailed. But Moshe's hands were heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hu held up his hands, the one on the one side, and the other on the other side. His hands were steady until sunset. Yehoshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Write this for a memorial in a book, and recite it in the ears of Yehoshua, that I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moshe built an altar and called the name of it, the Lord Nisi, and he said, "The Lord has sworn; the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation." That was Shemot or Exodus seventeen eight through sixteen, and it is a passage that is read during Purim, since Haman the Agagite was uh, most likely a descendant of King Agag, the Amalekite king. And uh, it is a commandment here to remember what the Amalekites did. And now we're going to read our portion today from the Prophets, which is Isaiah chapter 6 and 7. In the year that King Uzziah who died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. One called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, "'Woe is me, for I am lost, because I am a man of unclean lips, "'and I dwell among a people of unclean lips. "'For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts.' "'Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having a live coal in his hand, "'which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. "'He touched my mouth with it and said, "'Behold, this has touched your lips,' And your iniquity is taken away, and your sin forgiven. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, "'Whom shall I send, and who will go for us?' Then I said, "'Hineni, send me.' And he said, "'Go and tell this people. "'You hear indeed, but do not understand. "'You see indeed, but do not perceive. "'Make the heart of this people fat. "'Make their ears heavy and shut their eyes.' lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and turn again and be healed. Then I said, Lord, how long? He answered, until cities are waste without inhabitant, houses without man, the land becomes utterly waste, and the Lord has removed men far away, and the forsaken places are many within the land. If there is a tenth left in it, that also will in turn be consumed, as a terebinth and as an oak, whose stump remains when they are cut down. So the holy seed is its stock. And it came to pass in the days of Ahaz, the son of Yotam, the son of Uzziah, king of Yehudah, that Rezin, the king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Gamaliah, king of Israel, went up to Jerusalem to war against it, but could not prevail against it. When it was reported to the house of David saying, Syria is allied with Ephraim, his heart trembled, and the heart of his people, as the trees of the forest, tremble with the wind. And the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out now to meet Ahaz, you, and She'ar Yashuv, your son, at the end of the conduit of the upper pool on the highway of the fuller's field. Tell him, be careful and keep calm. Do not be afraid, neither let your heart be faint because of these two tales of smoking torches for the fierce anger of Rezin and Syria and of the son of Ramaliah, because Syria, Ephraim, and the son of Lamalia have plotted evil against you, saying, Let us go up against Yehuda and tear it apart, and let us divide it among ourselves, and set up a king within it, even the son of Tabe'el. This is what the Lord the Lord says. It shall not stand, neither shall it happen. For the head of Syria is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is resin, Within sixty-five years, Ephraim shall be broken in pieces, so that it shall not be a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is Ramalia's son. If you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. Again the Lord spoke, again to Ahaz, saying, Ask the Lord your God for a sign from the depth of Sheol or the heights of heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, I will not test the Lord. He said, Listen now, house of David. Is it not enough for you to try the patience of men that you will try the patience of my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the maiden will conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey when he knows to refuse the evil and choose the good. But before the child knows to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land whose two kings you abhor shall be forsaken. The Lord will bring on you, on your people, and on your father's house days that have not come, from the day that Ephraim departed from Yehudah, even the king of Assyria. In that day, the Lord will whistle for the fly that is in the uttermost parts of the rivers of Egypt and for the bee that is in the land of Assyria. They shall come and shall all rest in the desolate valleys, in the clefts of the rocks, on all thorn hedges, and on all pastures." In that day the Lord will shave with the razor that is hired in parts beyond the river, even with the king of Assyria, the head and the hair of the feet, and it shall also consume the beard. It shall happen in that day that a man shall keep alive a young cow and two sheep. It shall happen that because of the abundance of milk which they shall give, he shall eat butter, for everyone will eat butter and honey that is left within the land. It will happen in that day that every place where there were thousand vines and a thousand silver shekels shall be for briars and thorns. People will go there with arrows and with bow because all the land will be briars and thorns and the hills that were cultivated with the hoe. You shall not come there for fear of briars and thorns but it shall be for the sending out of oxen and for sheep to tread on. That was Isaiah, Nishayahu, chapters 6 and 7. And now our portion from the writings is today Proverbs chapter 5. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Turn your ear to my understanding, that you may maintain discretion, that your lips may preserve knowledge. For the lips of an adulteress drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is as bitter as wormwood, and as sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death, her steps lead straight to Sheol. She gives no thought to the way of life. Her ways are crooked, and she does not know it. Now therefore, my sons, listen to me. Do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her. Do not come near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to others and your years to the cruel one, lest strangers feast on your wealth and your labors enrich another man's house. You will groan at your latter end, when your flesh and your body are consumed, and say, How I have hated instruction, and my heart despised reproof. Neither have I obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor turned my ear to those who instructed me. I have come to the brink of utter ruin among the gathered assembly. Drink water out of your own cistern, running water out of your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, streams of water in the public squares, let them be for yourself alone, not for strangers with you. Let your spring be blessed. Rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe and a graceful deer. Let her breasts satisfy you at all times. Be captivated always with her love. For why should you, my son, be captivated with an adulteress? Why embrace the bosom of another? For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. The evil deeds of the wicked ensnare him. The cords of his sin hold him firmly. He will die for lack of instruction. In the greatness of his folly he will go astray. That was Proverbs, or Mishle, 5. And now our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Acts 5. But a certain man named Hananiah, with Shapira his wife, sold a possession and kept back part of the price. His wife, also being aware of it, then brought a certain part and laid it at the emissary's feet. But when Kepha said, Hananiah, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Ruach HaKodesh and to keep back part of the price of the land? While you kept it, did it not remain your own? After it was sold, was it not in your power? How is it that you have conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Hananiah, hearing these words, fell down and died, And great fear came on all who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up, and they carried him out and buried him. And it happened about three hours later that his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Kepha said to her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. Then Kepha said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the huach of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and died. The young men came in and found her dead, and they carried her out and buried her by her husband. And great fear came on the whole assembly and upon all who heard these things. Now by the hands of the emissaries, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all with one mind in Shlomo's porch, but none of the rest dared to join them. However, the people honored them, and believers were added to the Lord in increasing numbers, multitudes of both men and women. They even carried out the sick into the streets, and laid them on beds and couches, so that as Kepha came by, at least his shadow might overshadow some of them. And the multitude also came together from the cities around Yerushalayim, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. But the Kohen Gadol rose up, and all those who were with him, which is the sect of the Stukim, and they were filled with jealousy, and laid hands on the emissaries, and then put them in public custody. But an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors by night, and brought them out, and said, Go, stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard this, they entered into the temple about daybreak and taught. But the Kohen Gadol came and those who were with him, and called the council together and all the senate of the sons of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But the officers who came did not find them in the prison. They returned and reported, saying, We found the prison shut and locked and the guards standing before the the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now when the Kohen Gadol The captain of the people and the chief Kohanim heard these words. They were very perplexed about them and what might become of this. So one came and told them, Behold, the men whom you put in prison are in the temple, standing and teaching the people. Then the captain went with the officers and brought them without violence, for they were afraid that the people might stone them. When they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the Kohen Gadol questioned them, saying, Did we not strictly command you not to teach in, his, in this name? Behold, you have filled Yerushalayim with your teaching, and intend to bring this man's blood on us. But Kepha and the emissaries answered and said, We must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Yeshua, whom you killed, hanging him on a tree. God exalted him with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, to give repentance to Israel and remission of sins. And we are his witnesses of these things. And so also is the Ruach HaKodesh, whom God has given to those who obey him. But they, when they heard this, were cut to the heart and were determined to kill them. But one in the council stood up. A Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the Torah honored by all the people, and commanded to put the emissaries out for a little while. And he said to them, You men of Israel, be careful concerning these men what you are about to do. For before these days Todah rose up, making himself out to be somebody to whom a number of men, about four hundred, joined themselves. He was slain and all, as many as obeyed him, were dispersed and came to nothing. After this man, Yehuda of Galil rose up in the days of the enrollment and drew away some people after him. He also perished, and all, as many as obeyed him, were scattered abroad. And now I tell you, withdraw from these men and leave them alone, for if this counsel or this work is of men, it will be overthrown. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow it, and you would be found even to be fighting against God. And they agreed with him, and summoning the emissaries, they beat them and commanded them not to speak in the name of Yeshua and let them go. They therefore departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for his name, and daily in the temple and in every house they did not cease teaching and proclaiming Yeshua the Messiah. That was Acts chapter 5, and it concludes our readings for today. If, however, you are reading through the New Testament twice this year, you'll be reading Hebrews 11 today also. I hope the word of God was an encouragement and was life-giving to you today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.